Okay, it is Monday, July 17th. It is a Nishadak holiday. It is the opening day of the Invitational Week, and I'm here as always with my good friend, CJ. CJ, how are you today? Scott, I'm like a head with this chicken cut off. I am so ready for this Invitational. <clears throat> I am amped beyond words. I'm ready to go. Are you playing well? I'm playing well, as you witnessed in our last Twy match. I'm going to uh, take a step back from uh, Invitational right now and give you props for Twy because you captained a fantastic match last Wednesday. You and I did not do as we predicted. I believe we predicted a plus four, and we grinded out a tie. And I mean grinded, grinded a, tie, a tie. Both shot below our handicaps. Yes. And came back from two down with three to play. I had a nice hole on seven. You stuck in Unbelievable. Eighth, and then brought in the tie. I'm very proud of our performance. Overall, played defending champs, Weston, at home. Got the 50 handle, a big win. Keeps us in the playoff hunt. We need three very big wins in our final three Was it 51-39? Was that our final? It ended up being 50-40 because 50-40. We missed out on hole, one thing? Okay. There was a hole in one of the groups that um, ended up getting disputed and and reverting to a tie uh, okay. that we had won previously. Okay. Well, yeah, great job as captain. I think that you did a good job putting teams together. You did your end of it. Uh, we had a lot of good performances, and uh, I guess we look forward to the next one. We're, we're off this week for Twy, right? We're off. We got too much going on. Right. Um, three matches remain, uh, two at home. I forget the date of – I can look it up, but we're playing um, – well, I can tell you August 4th, there's a double header. Yes, I know that. We're playing at Oakley and at home versus so, Kernwood, which is a reschedule. So we're usually not deep enough to win one match, much less two. But that's what we're going to go with. What's, what we're rolling with is what we're going to do. All right. Okay, well, I will tell you that uh, I think our chances of making the playoffs are going to be kind of grinded out like you and I uh, coming down from plus two with three to play. Yeah, so we have there are other matches July 28th against uh, Tedesco at home. I think we'll have a lot of guys coming off the Invitational playing well because we're going to play the course tough. Sure, yeah. And then we can get a big win against Tedesco, big win against Kernwood, and it's going to really boil down to that performance at Oakley All for right. our final standing. All right, well, at least we got something to look forward to. I like yeah. it. At least we're playing for something, thanks to you and your captaincy for uh, uh, yeah. coming through on Wednesday. I also Just, have to throw a little bit of a shout-out to my boy uh, Brendan Driscoll, who uh, on Saturday – Shot a gross 70. Yep. And it was last time I saw an under par round since my boy Kenny Gates shot a 68 here last year. Um, so great job by Brandon. We had a great match. I think we had a couple good rounds over the weekend to kind of prep us for uh, the Invitational. But here we go. We are in, a, uh, we are in the, uh, the, the, uh, the roller coaster right now. Um, we have weather issues. And uh, I just talked to Tim on the grounds crew. He believes we're not going to see any rain between today and Thursday. That would be huge. They do have to prep for the ladies' invitational tomorrow, so they got to do some prep, even with the wet uh, grass and all, for to get ready for tomorrow. And then hopefully by Thursday we'll be good. They are going to double cut. They're going to roll. You know, these the, one of the issues we've all had over the last week or so, if anybody's been playing, is the greens have been at like a ten stimp, and not going to be a ten, CJ. I'm just telling you right now. They're not going to be a 10. 
So uh, we'll get all of those guys in. We have a, uh, a full slate of guests all week. We're going to have a podcast every day. I'm not even going to tell you who's going to be here. It'll be a nice surprise every day. But right now, our first guest, Mr. Bill Ward. And Bill is um, become famous for being the architect of the Pigeon Bet app. Is there an actual name for this app? Um, the website is nccbets.com. nccbets.com. Have you copyrighted that just in case? Uh, I have, yes. Because a lot of people listen to this podcast. This podcast is listened to internationally, and we don't want anybody taking your patented stuff and running with it. So make sure you copyright that as quickly as you can. So, Bill, um, why don't you go through really quickly, first of all, uh, how people are going to find this and why they should use it versus the old-fashioned way of writing things down. Yeah, absolutely. So we made it a little easier this year with uh, the domain name, nccbets.com. So you can find it there. All you have to do is plug nccbets.com into your phone, in your computer, and it will pull up a Google survey page. Uh, everybody's loaded up there now, so it's live. If you're listening to this, you can go ahead and, and start entering your bets. Um, enter your email, the two teams that are playing in your denomination, and that will then go to a spreadsheet where we can track leaderboard and, and all the outstanding bets. Um I think it's a, a nice thing for everybody to have to see where you know everybody right. is. So, track of it, live updates every day. Yeah. So just a little easier. So you had it last year. Yep. And is there any functionality from this year that was not present last year? It's a better leaderboard and easier okay. to read this year. A um, little less manual work. So when you say update, so if you put in, so let let's 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 make a real yeah. life example here. You and I. What? what who's your partner? Um, my friend Steve Gillis. All right. So your friend Steve. And my son, Matt, we're going to go ahead and do a 10, 10, 10, 20. Okay. Right? Yep. So you're going to put that in. Yep. And the way it works is you're going to find my team and, and you're going to select that team because you're doing it. It's, you, you're logged in as you when you go in, right? Yep. And you're selecting my team. So by you doing it with me, I don't, theoretically, I don't have to do it with you. You don't have to do anything. But if I tried to do it, it wouldn't duplicate, right? It would not duplicate. Okay. Right. You'll see, it'll show that I'm already on with you and I won't have to worry it'll about it. It'll just disregard All right. duplication. So the, the best plan may be for when you make a bet with someone, say, I'll put it in or you put it in so that there's not a, just a duplication of effort. Yep. Okay. So you've put it in and... Now, you and I are in the slate. We're on the leaderboard, I guess, whatever. And then the first day, you beat me, and you're up $10. Will it then show that that day that you beat me for $10? It will. Okay. So if you make you know, a lot of bets, and let's say that you somehow get to $200 a day of bets, it'll show you on every, any given day how many of those bets you, like how much money of that you won and how much you lost. Yep. Uh, well, on the leaderboard, it will actually show your total bets outstanding, your total wagers, your upside and your downside. Interesting. And where you are on any given day. So you'll, so you'll know how much you need to do to break even or whatever, however you're doing. That's yep. fantastic. Yep. And you mentioned you have some stats from last year. Yeah, so last year we had a total of 104 bets tracked in the sheet for about $4,000 in wagers. So, um, so when, you, when, when you say 104 bets, that's really divided by two, right, theoretically? Yeah, it's me versus you would count. Would, that's one bet? Yeah. Okay, got yeah. it. All right. Who was our most active better? Do you have that? Uh, this will come as a giant shock to everybody, but it was you. <laughs> <laughs> I did pretty well, too. With 17 bets, and you wow. were also the money winner with $440 won. Nice. Um, 
second was Adelson with uh, 16 bets, and they were last place losing. Wow. I'm sorry, third to last last year, losing $235. Well, that's not awful, no. if you think about it. Yeah. Um, 17 bets only adding up to four. I got I to up my bets. We may have to go 20, 20, 20, 40. Well, That's like too I, much work for $440. I'm on the form right now. It goes up to 100. No, 100, I know 100, that. 100, 100. And there's also a custom one, right? If you have one that's... If there's a denomination that's not in there, right. um, folks can email me. But I think I went to 500, 500, 500, 1,000. So if you want to get one... Oh, you're right. It's you're about right. time yeah, we yeah, started yeah, making yeah. some money I here. Didn't, I didn't scroll down. Yeah, By the way, I, there, yeah. I, I should say that the bet that uh, the day that Brendan shot 70 was a $500 day and ended up getting pushed on the last hole. So um, so that's great, Bill. So you're, we're in. You and I are in? We're in. Are you betting with CJ? CJ, yeah. I have one filled out right now. Bill and I are notorious for our high-stakes wagers during the Invitational, so we're going to continue that tradition across golf, across Golden Tee. If there's a croquet lawn, we'll do croquet. Sure. We're going to wager on everything this week. Okay. What is it? What are we playing for? What's your bet? We're going to do... Did you already put it in? we got to go big. We're going to do 20, 20, 20, 40. Well, that's your... uh, You can put me in for that as well with you. Right, I actually would rather go 50s with you, but I'll go 20s with I'll you. I'll put in 5, 5, 5, 5 for us. Yeah, we're going to go 50, 50, 50, 50, no, no. 50, 50, 50? 5. No. No. 5. Uh, no, I'm not taking bets. Uh, can you fix my sheet so that no bet under $20 can go in? <laughs> I can look into that. <laughs> All right, put in a for 10, 10, 10, 20. Oh, God. So, so this is why I'm going to put all this effort in and not win any money. So, all right, Bill, that is, I'm telling you, I don't know how you came up with it. Um, it, it, number one, it took a guy that understands the whole process and I think you even elevated to, to some extent. I, I think it's going to be fascinating as guys look at the end of the day, particularly Thursday when we're going to all be together. Right. Yep. And that's now what if guys didn't input their bet on Thursday? Could they then do so on Friday? Email me. So, yeah, but I'm gonna, I'm gonna, I'm my only concern down. with that for you is yeah. that could be like a thing after Thursday when guys start showing other guys that didn't do it, and they're like, "Damn, I'd like to get in for the rest of my." You know what I mean? Yep. So, is there is there any way you can mechanize that so you don't have to worry about it by email? I can open it back up. One you might want to think about that yeah, just because yeah. that could be where because not everybody listens to the believe it or not not everybody listens to the podcast and um, a lot of guys still think. That keeping it by hand is the way to go. Yep. But it is so clear that this is just far, far superior and so much easier. Yeah, thank you. And, and Brian will put this in the email that goes to everybody. Yeah, so he's going to put out an email today with the link to this podcast, the, the link for your thing. Now, you said it can be downloaded on your phone as an app or no, you, just as a Google It's just, just a Google a sheet, right? It's just a website. Okay. Yep. All right. Great. Uh, anything else, Bill? No, that's it. Thank, thank you, guys. you for uh, thanking for the bet. I look forward to... Uh, competing against you and uh i think that's gonna be great all right all right cj anything else for bill ward uh i want to also mention that bill is a twi captain and we've had a great time doing it together the last couple of years and we'll continue next year keep building on the success we've had um thanks a lot for joining and for putting together the pigeon sheet that's gonna be a lot of fun excellent thank well, you guys a lot of, thanks billy a lot of twi talk for an invitational week it's we are so excited about Twy. It's really not, but that's okay. All right. Um, 
We got other stuff to talk about, but first we're going to bring in the general manager of the club for the annual kickoff information. By the way, Chris, you're not going to be heard from there, so you got to come here. This is not high-tech stuff. Um, general manager Chris Carpenter. Chris, how are you today? Awesome. Still early, though. It is early. It's early in the week. There's still many problems to come. Um, CJ, anything for uh, Mr. Carpenter? So, would love to get an overview of what the week's looking like, how we're feeling about it, how we're feeling about the weather, about the conditions, conditions currently, and what it's going to look like later this week. So, uh, Chris, what are your thoughts on where we are with the, the weather, the conditions? I know that we actually have a women's member guest tomorrow. Is that going to be played? Women's tomorrow going off. Um, as scheduled? As scheduled. All right. Uh, golf course. Has taken oh ten inches of rain, just a little under ten since uh, July the first. But they've done a hell of a job keeping it as clear as they can. Um, if we can keep people from driving off of the cart pads, so that they can miss puddles on the cart pads. Right. That those puddles. That's on the a cart simple fix. You would the, think that's a simple into fix. The yes. As well. It it's just. Um, I know people do it. I don't know just, why they do just, it, but they do it. We want them to stay on the path, but um, you know we won't get to cleaning up that damage um, before the invitational. But the rest of it looks pretty darn good. Uh, a few puddles out there. We had uh, almost an inch and a half last night, um, but they're they're out with squeegees uh, now, and they'll get a couple of puddles off, but. Do you anticipate part, that there'll be great. any kind of local rule that might have to go in effect as early as Thursday based on the conditions of the course? We've, we've got a 50% chance of rain on Tuesday. Other than that, maybe a 50% chance on uh, Friday. But if we can get a little bit of wind, it's going to dry should be up. Good. I, bet we're, I bet we have a good chance of being carts off path yeah, be nice. uh, midweek here. And then uh, you know, if we can just get the greens to firm up. That's that's really our biggest challenge, isn't it? The condition of the course. It's just we want it to play fast and firm, and okay. that's hard to get when it's ninety degrees and humid. Yeah, no, it's been uh, it's been a challenge. Um, you know, the greens last week were great from a uh, quality standpoint. They were slow because they had to be, um, and my guess is they'll be a bit quicker when the tournament starts. So no one really got to practice it's, on that. It's, it's all it's all weather related, you know. The, the hotter it gets, the harder it is to keep the grass. You know, sure. the grass just wants to lay down. Yep. Um, <clears throat> but other than that, I think he's got the golf course in wonderful condition. And we've got a huge field. Any, uh, we do have a big field. This could be the biggest one uh, it's the in biggest memory. It's the since I've been here. Yeah. Uh, you know, in the old days when they did do this format, they might have had it as big as this. But 92 teams is a lot. Yeah, there was a rumor that we had a hundred teams, but I'd never seen proof of it. It might um, be true. You know, I was, before I was a member here and my dad was here and I was a guest, they used to just go all day long with the tea times. Yeah. The, and so maybe, we're possibly, doing, I mean, but that was like, we're talking the 1980s here. Yes. <laughs> so yeah. I think we're in modern times D now. Different times. Um, well, let's talk a bit about the, uh, because we don't have anybody scheduled from upstairs, just the, um, the events, the stag event, and maybe more particularly the Friday event. Uh, one of the things that 
I know you guys had done in the past was create a scenario where the women who are waiting for their husbands to come off from the second flight, which will actually be the first four flights on Friday, have somewhere to go so they are not, you know, clear on where to go. Yeah, I mean, that was when we used to do kind of a a shotgun. And everybody didn't, wasn't there, right. um, You know, definitely people are welcome to come up at any time during the day. So they could come upstairs to the the main dining room. Absolutely, to the main dining room. Uh, Thursday night's going to be great again. A little 7 o'clock dinner, it's going to be... And is everything going to be staged in the ballroom as far as dinner goes? That's the only way we can uh, handle that capacity of of, of players. All in the ballroom? I know in in the past we've kind of gone from the bar to the ballroom, but we're going to be strictly ballroom. The bar set up there. They'll have a little cocktail, uh, six to seven. That'll probably spread through the club. Okay. Um, Is the club closed that day except for Thursday, Friday? Thursday morning. And we'll reopen on Sunday. Got it. Okay. Um, so we even Saturday closed. Saturday okay. for dining. Okay. Um, okay. Golf course dining rooms are closed. Uh, we will close the pool uh, early on Saturday evening just because all of the players and spouses, we just need to make sure we have plenty of parking. Okay. Um, yep. Makes sense. Yep. But they've done a good job of organizing everything, and now we just need the weather to play along and uh, all the staff to show up to work. So don't. You know, getting out of here at a reasonable hour on Thursday night is is important for players, but it's also important for the staff because right. we run on a short a short crew uh, through. You know, still still struggling through COVID, but we've been fortunate that everything's uh, fully open and, and and fully staffed. But we just don't have layers of staff, so getting them out of here by a decent hour because they're going to roll back in here at four thirty five o'clock in the morning on. Um, yeah, my 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 experience has been that guys that want to go a little longer end up ended up at somebody's house. So I usually, think that won't be an issue. Yeah, usually, won't be an issue. Usually, Plus, the guys that got to get up early, like CJ, might be uh, teeing off at seven thirty in the morning on Friday. And I don't know if you know, CJ is not good at seven thirty in the morning. CJ is going to be shiny. Mm, okay, all right. Well, that'll be another podcast. <laughs> no, it's gonna. I think we've got a good evening, and Thursday night dinner is going to be great. I know that Brian had sent out. Um, menu requests whether yes. people want fish or chicken or beef. Um, the uh, menu on Thursday was a porterhouse steak or a uh, swordfish chop. I mean, that's Pretty a tough that's, one. That's fantastic. I, I went for surf night. and turf. My I made my son get the steak I and I got the chop. And yeah, we're sharing that. That I, sounds I'm, too good to pass up on. Sharing that as well. <laughs> Pete's never going to leave anyone hungry. No, we know that. We know that. So Pete will be here. He'll talk on, uh, I think Wednesday, he's going to kind of go through all the menus and all of that. I assume Friday will be mostly stations and buffet and all of that. Too big a crowd for anything well, other, well, right? We have breakfast in the morning. I think until well, I mean for the, uh, the the spouse thing. That's outside. Same same way. We oh, we are doing it outside? The putting green. Oh, um, okay. I didn't know that's that. A, that's a great event. We we just, with, what do we have, 92 teams this year. Uh, 180 so people, like 184 people, um, plus their spouses. So with over oh, that's 360, true. Good point. almost 370 people in attendance yeah. at one time, we're outside. We'll that's be a lot. Using the entire club. Um, so you can go inside if it gets hot. We'll have some. We'll have some seating inside. We'll have the um, uh, you know dessert stations. They'll, right. They're, they'll the whole club will be open, there. like you said. It's closed, so it'll be accessible. But if you want to be outside, you'll have stuff set up outside as well. Same yeah, you know what? Always I, did we do that last year? I thought Absolutely. last year we were all inside. 
Last so, year was the first year we went back out, and then, okay, and it was. Uh, very I just well think received. it looks like even more of an event when you have everything set up on Friday, you know, outside. Oh so, yeah, it is so much um, more enjoyable to be able to have the putting contest under the lights. Yeah. And, yep. Uh, get everybody outside. It's just you can move around a lot more. Do you have any uh, concerns about parking? Probably not on Thursday, but on Friday. No, and if no, there is really, any no. issue, I mean, Friday we, we there again we close the pool at four o'clock, so yeah. those cars can can evacuate. And really, only only thing that we have is players and spouses in the evening, other than you know a few people that may be using the gym or. Well, so I I know in times past people have started to like park along the driveway. Do you have a problem with that? Don't have a problem with that as long as it's um, accessible you know, after golf. True. That's another thing. There we go. But well, we should yeah. have we should have plenty of parking. Uh, most of the players will ride together. Uh, spouses may come independently, but we fit them all in last year. We were a few more teams in last year, but we'll have plenty of parking. All right, CJ. Other thoughts. I am curious because I am looking at the forecast, uh, and we're a long way off. Mm-hmm. But currently, thunderstorms are predicted for Friday. Right. In the case where a round doesn't get in on Friday, what's what do we do if that if that happens where I don't get to finish a round? And that should be on on your rule sheet. And fortunately, I'm not having to. That's forthcoming. The, uh, That's forthcoming. We haven't gotten all that yet. All of the golf rules and and, and timing to play, but you know with. With that many players and teams, it's pretty hard to to have a delay and still finish. Yeah. Um, so there's a point where you know if you don't get a round in, it may revert to a 36 hole tournament. Uh, that doesn't happen to happen across the field. That could just be a morning wave or an afternoon wave. Yeah. Um, but we've been fortunate that the amount of lightning has we've had some, but we haven't had a ton. And if we can go play golf, we're going to play golf. Bring a rain suit. Bring an umbrella. Great. Um, I think there's enough buffer with the tee times that you could even have to wait an hour and still be able to get your match in. I don't. I think the last tee times are going to be before two o'clock. The way they're scheduled, so theoretically you can still tee off at three and and get your round in. Yeah. Right now it could compromise dinner your dinner, but I think it's more important to get the round in, and then you'll still you'll still get to eat. Just yeah. might be a little late. Yeah. But that's on that's on. The AM wave on Thursday is the PM wave Friday. Yeah. So that would be the first four flights that might get... Well, you, you never you know when the rain's right. coming. Uh, you never know. Could be a morning, could be an afternoon, but, um, but you know, we're, in a, we're in a wet pattern. So you, you plan on a little a little rain and, until it gets essentially a year in a drought. But for right now, I think uh, the golf course has held up extremely well. All right. Great. Any other, anything else for Chris? No, All right, well, as is, as is custom, the general manager has kicked off the week. Yeah. Mix, mix, mix in a lot of water along the, oh, yeah. Along yeah. the way. We've it's already discussed that. We've, yeah, <laughs> we've discussed the hydration issues. Seen too many issues. people go down. Yeah, yeah. Well, uh, thank you, Chris. You and it. I'm sure everybody will see you all week long. And uh, we'll go from there. You got it. Thank you, guys, for all doing right. this. All right. Thanks, Chris. You know, it's almost, it doesn't start until we hear it from the GM, right? Yeah. So absolutely. there it is. Um CJ, we do have the flights now, and you and I have a tradition of going through the flights and selecting who we think is going to win and, uh, um, you know, who we think is going to struggle, more importantly. Well, Uh, we have eight flights, so how many are we going to do today? I would say we do two today, and so what we're going to do now, of course, the listener won't be... um, 
compromised by this. We're going to pause right now. We're going to go through it, and then we're going to come back. All right. Okay, CJ, we have got the flights now. And I want to mention that during that hiatus, we got a rousing locker room speech from Eric Rickenbach. We did. Telling us to go get him with the podcast. I'm feeling pretty fired up. I know. Well, he, you know, he's obviously he was a Penn State offensive lineman. He, he, he was rah-rahed by none other than Joe Pa. So he, the guy knows how to make you yeah. want to do it, yeah. right? I'm ready to run through a brick wall. I, I am ready I am to, ready to run through that wall right behind the Golden Team machine and make us a window into I, the sunlight. Well, that would be this wall here. The, the, the wall that goes outside is the one the TV's on. I would have run through the wrong wall. We would have been right. in the yoga studio. <laughs> Correct. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> All right. I'll run through that wall. Yeah. Okay. That's better. <laughs> it was better. All right. Uh, CJ. We're going to go over the first flight. It's always good to start at the top, right? Yeah. And uh, first flight's interesting because we have um, we have some people, uh, at least, well, it's very close. We have almost two teams that on an index are going to be plus. Yeah. So they'll be at least scratch. It looks like Freeman and uh, Matt Freeman, who you may not know, used to be a member here. Okay. So the, as we've discussed before, always an advantage. When your guest used to be a member, or it certainly has a huge familiarity with the club. So in Matt Friedman's case, that is um, accurate. I'm looking down the list. Uh, Jay Messina playing with Will Bertelson. Will Bertelson, I don't even know how he's a guest. He's here more than I am. Well, so we have another former member here as well. I think this is a very interesting with the strokes. Oh, I missed that. Byron McCluskey and Byron McCluskey. Yeah, but Byron together. is Byron's a lot older now, and although he's at a three point seven, he must be playing lights out down in Florida, which means that won't translate up here. Oh, look, I love Byron. I haven't seen him in a while. We're going to see him this week at some point. Um, I, I think, and I think we have to take conditions into account when we're making our predictions. Yes, I think guys who have a lot of carry because the course is going to be wet no matter what. We're not going to get a lot of roll out there. Right, I agree. So let me ask you this: I'm going to throw some now. You tell me your thought. If you're in flight one and you're the guest and you're a plus, I don't think you're going to win. This is just me. This is just theory. This is theory. Okay, that's that's going to be hard. So then I'm and. The only reason that I'm almost hesitant to say that is because Chad Wagner, who we know is a grinder, has one of those plus ones. His buddy is a plus two. Well, I told you I witnessed Chad's practice routine. Yes. No, I, Chad. The, Chad. He's he is. Chad is I, beyond reproach. It just, I had to playing talk with to him a plus after, one is tough. I had to talk to him after to say I, I, I wanted tips. I need to I need to learn from him. I, he needs to be my Obi Wan Kenobi. So I'm going to I'm going to say no to Chad Wagner, which is hard to do because it's hard to bet against Chad Wagner. Um, I'm going to eliminate Mead and Scranton right off the top because it's just it that those handicaps are just hard to overcome. So Scranton won last year. I understand, uh, not buying it, just not buying it. Okay. I, I just I, and it's not a matter of like or dislike or anything like that. The numbers don't fly for me. I'm going to tell you who I think is going to win this flight. Kenny Getz and Rob Bailey. Now, I know Rob Bailey. He uh, had me at uh, TPC. He can play. Okay. And Kenny Gates, as you probably know, is a player. Yeah, I haven't played with him, but I've, I've heard legend. They're going to get shots, okay, in all of their matches. And that's going to be hard. Yeah. Well, it doesn't matter. It's not a match. But they're going to get shots on this field, and that's going to be a problem. Yeah. So that's my pick. Do you have a pick? And by the way, I'm, 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 we, we haven't talked about everybody I really don't think uh, Trank 
is going to be a factor. I like Sam Diabakley. Uh, uh, love Tony McLeod. And look at the Plunkett. I, you know, I love a good father-son matchup. And I know Alex Plunkett's a really good player. But having to carry Jeff Plunkett around for three days is going to be tough for the son. So I, uh, I'm going with Gates and Bailey. So I have not, I have not seen Ken and Rob play, so I can't speak to them. I am in this flight going with, since they're playing from the tips, going with Bomb and Gouge. So I have to pick Sam Deer Bakerly and his partner, who, as I understand it, hits the ball a country mile. Okay. Yeah, it is the tips. All these guys are, are, are well, again, you know, that's where Plunkett's going to struggle a little bit playing from the blacks. But the rest of these guys, I don't think will have any problem playing from the blacks. Uh, so, all right. So, so you have got, just to recap, You've got you've got Sam Deer Bakerly winning. I do. Do you want to have a second placer? Because you are you do pay too deep, I believe. I'm going to go second place Scranton. Okay. And we should we should do a little side bet here, you and I. All right. Well, I'm going to go first place get Gates, Kenny and uh, and Rob Bailey, and second place I'm going to go with your boy Jay Messina, since he was you know he, since he impressed me and Will Bertelson. If nothing else, he'll annoy the shit out of the people he plays with, <laughs> and that'll that'll be helpful. Um, so yeah, I like them for second place. All right. Okay. All right. Flight two. CJ. (laughs) Who are you picking? Well, come on, CJ. But, but instead of just telling you, I'm going to give you a reason why. Okay. And I, and I explained this before. Number one, I came in second last year. Number two, um, my son who's playing as a, I mean, the index is 11.2. He can bo- he can birdie any hole in the golf course. He won't, and he'll be in his pocket. But the weapon of being able to birdie any hole in the golf course, as long as I can keep us consistent, is that's pretty good. And I didn't I didn't used to have that before when I played with my brother. So it's a different dynamic with my son. We played really well last year. We cleared the field on the day that the stimps were thirteen and a half. If we have fast greens in good conditions, I'm picking me. I know it's a shocker to you. All right, you just spent as long analyzing your own team as you spent all in all of flight one. <laughs> so maybe let's look at who you think your second place finish. I'm going to do be. that. All right, well, I'm going to tell you who it's not going to be. Okay, it's not going to be Michael Smula, Smula, and Peter Duckett because we'll be lucky if they finish the round. Last year they got in a fight and didn't even finish the round. Interesting. So yeah, that's probably not going to happen. Um, little word about uh, Smurf, Mike Murphy, in the second flight. I think that's a bit above his pay grade, so I'm not feeling it for them. Um, uh, the rest of these guys, I mean, you know, Shapiro, he plays down in the Cape at Ocean's Edge, and so he's not ready for this. I haven't seen him in the shot as I can remember when. And um, honestly, I don't know a lot of these other guys. I know who they are. What about Pastor? Yeah... I Did he win it last year? I'm guaranteeing you one thing. Pat Matt Pastor will not win this flight this year. That's a guarantee. I think I'm playing with him Thursday, and we're gonna settle that up very quickly. Yeah. I mean one wild card you gotta look out for is, you know, Josh Klimkowitz does have the ability to put all scores under board review. Um, so <laughs> Good point. there Good point. there is a yeah. chance that through um, legislation that this flight could be his. Sure. That's know. a possibility. Um, so yeah, I don't know. I mean, look, who I don't know Nate Whittier, but he happens to be the high handicapper of the and playing uh, with a plus members. Two guys. And the, yeah, so again, 
That's a tough one. That's a tough one. It's great that he's getting shots. I don't know what kind of player he is, but his buddy is going to have to shoot even par at a course I'm not sure if he's familiar with or not just to, uh, you know, just to stay even. That's going to be tough. There, that, that one's going to be tough. So uh, if I were to pick second place, I guess I'm going to go. Unfortunately, I just don't have a good knowledge base with a lot of these guys. I'm going to go with um, with uh, Will Shapiro. I think, you know, Will's a good player. His buddy looks like he's, you know, they're very similar in terms of handicaps. So um, I'm going to go with them. What do you got? Second place, obviously. My second place pick is going to be Matt Pastor. Well, okay. I, mean, I was thinking about dude, him. Steady, steady personality. I think that he's got good game. I think that he will follow up last year's showing with a strong performance. Okay. I, I, yeah. All right. And my By first the way, place pick. I, as much as it pains me to say this, thank you. And I am gritting my teeth <laughs> and remember, my fist. Remember what 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 uh, uh, Eric just said? Rev up, baby. Go ahead. <laughs> okay, you don't even have to say. I'm, it, I'm picking you to finish. Thank first. you. Thank you. I I hate it. I know you do, and and you know what? It's sad that you hate it because you should love it, but um, it is what it is, right? Yeah. I saw. I you know I played with you Wednesday. You're striking the ball great. You're actually getting you're, you're getting out there pretty good on your drives, and your your game uh, inside 100 yards is uh, is is pretty filthy. Yeah, and, and you, if we can get those fast greens, that'll help. Yeah. So, but look, it's a good. It looks like a good field. It's a lot of good guys. Um, I look forward to meeting some of them because some of them I really like. Peter Mellon, who I know is in my flight in my tournament, uh, who just put a hurting on us against uh, Angelo and Two K. I, I mean, maybe I've met him and I don't remember. I don't even think I've even met him yet, and I don't think I've met Nate Whittier. Um, I think I, I know Matt Owens. Um, you know Markowitz, Steve Markowitz. Do you know him? No. So I don't know him either. So anyway, so it'll be good to get to know some guys on our flight. But there we go. So that's uh, that's flights one and two. Uh, we are at 35 minutes. Do we have anything else we want to talk about? I think, CJ, that for this week, we're going to hold off on any McGavick Cup updates since this is kind of a different crew that's going to be listening to this. So we'll just kind of jump on that sometime in the beginning of next week. Yeah, sounds good. All right. Anything else you want to do today? So tomorrow will be another fun-packed, information-packed um, uh, episode. We're going to have Brian Smith tomorrow. We're going to have uh, Paul and Peter Kramer, last year's champs, tomorrow. They'll give us insight on how you win. I can't wait to hear that yeah, from it, Paul Kramer. Yeah, educational. <laughs> think, Very educational. I think they'll be teaching this at uh, golf schools for generations to come. So there you go. All right, so we'll talk tomorrow, CJ. Very excited and looking forward to the week. Great.